Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It is your weekday morning podcast where we talk about uh, Game of Thrones over breakfast. It's Tony, it's Hans, and it is Jeremy in with you today, tackling season four, episode six, The Laws of Gods and Men. Ironically, both say you can't do your sister, but... <laughs> We'll see if that's what this episode is uh, is focusing on. Welcome, guys. Welcome back to another week. How are you? It's, it's beautiful to see your faces this morning. Yeah, it feels like it's been a while. I was just thinking that. Yep. Feels feels right. Back. I've, back to it. Back again. Back at it again with the white vans. That's still a relevant thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think when I think when we don't do the bonus episode, it feels like. Feels like there's such a big gap. It feels like there's a long episode. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Because here's a little known fact actually. The three of us hate each other with such passion that we 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 do not communicate outside of outside this podcast. Of this brief period. Because God help us, we would murder ourselves or each other. Yeah, we really at this point we're really only doing this because of the uh the the fan base the demand yeah. for it, the money. Yeah. The money. <laughs> the money. Oh, yeah. The, the fame. The money's a big one. <laughs> the fame. That's the only reason we uh, do it. But mostly money. Yeah. Yeah. Raking in them. Raking in them hundreds of thousands of dollars per episode. Uh, ain't too shabby. Gotta get my sweet, sweet Tesla. Well, let's, uh, let's load up for another paycheck here, gentlemen. Do you guys want to hear the plot for season four, episode six? Yeah. Oh, I'd no love, idea. Uh, love a little wiki rundown. Okay. Now, I will say... In a text thread, because again, we can't communicate with our voices, we would get into a rage, but uh, there was some text going around, some conflicting answers as to what I was supposed to be reading this as, so you guys will have to settle that dispute amongst yourselves. It's a short one, I'll let you know. Uh, I think Jeremy had a recommendation oh, for this one. yes, I... Okay. Keanu Reeves. So, Keanu Reeves. Now, here's the thing. As we, I think we established in last episode or Thursdays, I'm not really sure. Whenever we talked at length about movies, um, I'm not very good at keeping up with popular actors. I hadn't seen any Brad Pitt films in a while, and um, I don't think I've seen The Matrix. I haven't seen what's his most recent John Wick, right? That's probably the most popular. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. Haven't seen any of or either of those. About um, Walk in the Clouds, his little his little rom. Never seen it. <laughs> nope. What about that but creepy I, one where the he cheats on his wife with some chicks or something? Oh, and, is that the one where the they, two girls it's like come a into horror his movie? Home? Yeah, and it's the chick from Blade Runner. Oh, oh really? The new Blade I Runner, no idea. Movie, obviously, not the old one that the chicks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's immortal. He could get after it, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've seen Bill and Ted's a long, long time ago, and so I guess that'll be my only thing to go off of for this. Uh, so wish me luck. I think All that's right. fair. Season four, episode six, The Laws of Gods and Men. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Yo, Stannis and Davo set sail with a new strategy. Danny meets with the Royal Stallion. Oh, wait, no, with, with supplicants. <laughs> Tyrion faces down Socrates in the throne room. Socrates played in this episode by, of Game of Thrones by, of course... Uh, Tywin Lannister. Sorry, that was actually that was that was pretty solid in the beginning. I was I was digging that. That was good. That was good. I've been I've been lazy recently. No one can see us, so nobody will know except you two. Um, I've been really lazy recently and not wanting to take like my actual headphones home from work. 
because I just forget to bring them back and then I have to use other people's. Um, so I've just been using earbuds to record these. And ironically, I can hear myself. My volume is a lot louder in those. Um, and so I couldn't really hear that at all. So I'm just going to hold my head high and say that it was probably flawless. And, <laughs> and, and move on from there. Uh, I will say, just because I forgot to, to mention it at the get-go, uh, today, season four, episode six, The Laws of Gods and Men, and Carrot Cake. What? what? We're not branching off into pastries. What? Someone made it into a scone. We'll have to talk about that later. Um, but first, fellas, kicking off another week here, another episode. What did you think? First impressions of uh, episode six? Not too bad. Not, not uh, I think, middle of the road for the season, in my opinion. I think that that's probably a, a pretty fair uh, assessment. You know, it's not as slow as we get in the season, certainly not as uh, exciting as we get. There's a couple cool things. I think one of the things that I really liked the first time I watched it, and going back, it's still quite cool, almost feels a little cheap that this is the introduction we get. Um, but jugglies. we see Bravos for the first day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the jugglies. How did you know? <laughs> Uh, we we go to Bravos for the first time, and I mean they go under the Titan of Bravos's little skirt thing. But, you know, they, the camera doesn't pan up, so we don't get to see if he's packing any jugglies. Uh, jugglies up there. Bravos is maybe my favorite city, um, idealistically in the series. You know, of of Ice and Fire in the books and in the show. I think it's such a cool idea uh, for a city. It's basically medieval Venice, and Venice just kind of seems like an antiquated idea anyway in a really cool way. So the fact that they made it like a, a badass den of a, like assassins and all these open markets, I just love the idea of Bravos. Now, did I want to go there and watch Stannis and Davos spending 15 minutes at the bank? Not necessarily. Sure. <laughs> Feels like everyday a... Saturday morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But no. Um, and you know what? I tell you what. Banks realize now that we don't have to go to them. So they're up in their game. My bank, they bake cookies every day. Oh, yeah. You yes. go inside. I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. That's they crazy. They give you cookies. Um, the, the Iron Bank of Bravos barely had chairs. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know why they didn't just do it online. But no, they, they sailed all the way to Essos, went in, and it was a little rough sailing. Kind of a cool moment with Davos saving the day. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty, uh, yeah. pretty interesting. I think it's fine. Like I said, it's not definitely not the most exciting uh, moments in Game of Thrones. Uh, sure, you know, if I want to go to the bank, I'll just go. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, <laughs> this—it's the realism of the show. We've <laughs> all been there trying to finance our, uh, you know, somewhat dilapidated army so that we can overthrow the bastard son of our brother who's yeah. dead do you guys go to the bank anymore <laughs> you just so, do it online <laughs> so i actually don't have um direct deposit set up really at my work what um they let you do well, that so my last job we didn't ha- they took it away to save money somehow <laughs> it was cheaper for them not to offer direct deposit <laughs> to print things is cheaper that yeah doesn't make so it's sense. crazy so so this job, I just didn't set it up right away because of laziness. And then I got that bartending gig, and it was like, okay, well, I'm going to the bank to cash and tips anyway, so I just won't set it up. And then even though I've, I've done with that now, um, 
I just haven't set it up because of the aforementioned cookies. <laughs> they won't mail them to you, but if you go in, they'll give you as many as you want. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I go in every other week. That's interesting. What kind of cookies are we talking about? Are they doing the, the double tree, like only one type, or are they doing the... No, they switch it up. Now, it's good because I usually only go on Fridays, and Fridays is the day they usually do chocolate chip. Mm. Okay. Um, but other than that, I have gone a few other days. It seems like their favorite one is Snickerdoodle, which is not a cookie that I respect. Interesting. Um, and I don't want to eat it. So really? I, I get a little upset when that's when that's around, yeah. I absolutely can get behind some Snickerdoodle cookies. Say, I don't, I, I, it's when I think I'm getting a chocolate chip and I'm actually getting a raisin cookie that I get pissed off at the world. I've never, like, are you really not looking at the cookie? They look sufficiently different. Um, probably not. It's a cookie, so I'm like excited because I'm like a, that's fair. You know, fat kid. I don't know though because you're if you're it. talking rate if you're talking raisin cookies, this is gonna be a raisin oatmeal cookie, and the right. oats just look different than your typical batter for and they uh, feel different. But no, but yeah. see, oatmeal chocolate chip I actually like. I'm talking I, about I agree with raisin. that. Yeah. Oh, you're you're saying that you think that you're getting oatmeal chocolate chip? Yes, I'm saying I'm excited, thinking that this Just lovely, a very people, rare cookie. Very well, but I love that stuff, and I make that, so I'm thinking, yeah, maybe this sure. is like maybe someone else enjoys this del- delicacy. Uh, but no, 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 they fucking hate. Now, are me. you are you saying that you just don't like the misdirect, or you don't like oatmeal raisin cookies? Oh, I think it's both. I think I despise <sighs> oatmeal raisin. And I get excited only to be then, you know, put back in my place. So yeah, it's horrible. I actually, I, I love oatmeal raisin cookies. Yeah. And I actually think they're the most consistent quality out of any cookie ever. If you go for an oatmeal raisin, I feel like you know what you're going to get. And granted, I think that many cookies can rise above that mark. Mm-hmm. But like, if you get a slightly burnt chocolate chip cookie, it's kind it of ruins. a bummer. Yeah. Like it ruins your day just a little bit because you're like, oh, I just blew 450 calories and it wasn't even that good. <laughs> but oatmeal raisin, solid throughout. So I mean? are you crunchy or chewy? I, I need that chew, daddy. <laughs> chew, daddy. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what, uh, what do you guys, what is your take on the peanut butter cookie? Oh, fuck that shit. Mm. Nope. I, uh, I, I'm not a big peanut butter fan. Uh, I'm getting better with age, but it's like I, I, I just want it to be an accentuator flavor. I don't want it to be the star. So a straight up peanut butter cookie I'm not into. Around the holidays when they do like the Hershey's Kiss in the little peanut butter cookie, yeah. I'll eat that. Yeah, I like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me throw one more at you. Actually, two more. Yeah. If you uh, say ginger, you throw can nine more. get off this goddamn what about podcast. That? What about that white chip macadamia? <laughs> oh, I love that. That shit is fucking the bomb. Oh, I don't know the last time I've had one. I mean, I'm into it. I'm so, into it. Okay. As yeah, as we've established before, nuts very rarely improve things for me. <laughs> I think in that instance, though, Hashtag it might Hodor. be better because white chocolate's a little like uh, a little intense on the sweet side. So to having that little salty nut action <laughs> in the mouth. In the mouth. That I'm mouth not that mouth okay. feel. Okay. One more cookie. Let me hit you with the uh, the premier cookie. So picture this. <laughs> Go tell. <laughs> you take ass. that delectable chocolate chip cookie <laughs> and you just take the one ingredient that's holding it back. <laughs> the chocolate chips. You take that out of there. What do you have? 
The absolute best cookie. In case you were wondering why I was like, oh, why are Tony and Jeremy just going forward talking? Why is why aren't they letting Hans speak? It's because that's his opinion on cookies, <laughs> is that that is what makes <laughs> the pinnacle of greatness. You ever had that cookie dough cookie? What? What are you talking about? You know like where you, where you have the cookie dough and you just eat it? Like as a cookie? No, no. No, people put shit in that to make it a cookie. Can I tell you? Um, so as a kid... I had, uh, I mean, he's still my friend. I feel bad for saying that now. But uh, uh, one of my friends, Morris, as a kid, he his parents worked for like General Mills. So they'd always have a bunch of freaking packs of cookies and stuff. And so we'd go over to his house and he'd be like, okay, let's make some cookies. And it'd always be like me, another guy, Morris, and his brother. And there's like 12 to a package. So everyone gets four. That was always the rule. And I was like, ugh. Jeez. Okay. Now that I'm saying that, that math doesn't even work out. Four times four uh, equals sixteen. Uh, all right. Well, somehow we all got four. His brother <laughs> Maybe was a there were only three of us. Out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I was like, the first time I was like, all right, I'm gonna game this system. I was like, all right, I'll have four cookies. But then, as he was getting ready, I took two and ate them as dough. <laughs> And then I demanded my four cookies, and he said, "No, you already ate half of them." And it was—it was like it broke our hearts. It ruined our friendship for so long because he set the rules very straight, and I followed them. He broke me, man. It broke me. Yeah, I was never a big cookie dough, but I'm telling you, when you made brownies, like you know, like the residual brownie mix in there, Mm. that stuff was the jam. Not in the brownies. Yeah, I think it's kind of one of those things when you realize that you're in adulthood, when you when you accept that good cookies are better than the dough. Yeah, you know, because like as a kid, I was always into the dough, and I I still think it's good. But like, if if you got cookie dough, can only get so good. But you could make an incredible cookie, and it's always going to be better. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I've never see. I, I I would agree, but I've never really been a massive cookie dough fan. Mm. Are you a cookie and maybe ice you've creams? always been an old man, like maybe. like ice cream cookie like sandwich kind of person, or what are you yes. talking about? Like it's just so, like yours? No, no. So I'm just saying, it's like if you had an option of having two cookies with like okay. something, would you have like an ice cream sandwich? Would you rather have just like a glass of cold milk? Would you like to have scotch? <laughs> would you? <laughs> Ooh. 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 Nice, uh, uh, so would I like my cookies with an ice cream sandwich? Like the standard ice cream sandwich? No, no, I think no. he's saying you have two cookies and you can use one other thing to complete the yeah, ice cream sandwich. Yeah, you can what make you an with? ice cream sandwich out of the cookies. Yeah. yeah. That seems like way too much work. I'm not doing that. I'm never <laughs> no, no, no. That. But like, you'll go to like a restaurants, and that's how they're like, oh, two warm chocolate chip cookies with ice cream in the middle, or ice cream on top of your uh, okay. of your cookie. Like for me, a cookie, I'm cool with just a cookie. Like I don't need the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Same. I don't think I've really ever added anything to the cookie. And let me tell you, the only way to make a chocolate chip cookie worse is to warm it up. Dear God. Oh my God. Go to hell. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> So you're essentially saying fresh baked cookies are the worst, which is the definition of why you make them. I'm saying the only way to make chocolate chip cookies worse is by heating it up. Because then, like every normal man out there, it's so hard to get the chocolate chips out if they're all melty. (laughs) You got to pick those suckers out of there and throw them right in the trash. But if they're all melty, it's just going to, first of all, just make, it's going to, it's going to, first of all, make just a giant mess. 
So here's the thing. You get the molten, and then you take one of those little uh, baby snot things and just <laughs> suck it right out. <laughs> suck suck the chocolate it's right not, out. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fuck my oh life. How did we get here? Uh, yeah. Speaking of delicious morsels, Drogon <laughs> eats some goats. <laughs> <laughs> In this episode, uh, I actually wrote down Drogon eats some children because I thought that's what happened as I started to watch the scene. Yeah. And then that didn't play out that way. So I crossed it out and wrote goats. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I guess it was just foreplay at this point. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Th- and in this, I think, and I could be wrong, might be the first time we've seen the dragons in this season. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. um, and They're, they are, those suckers are muy grande. Big. Or I should say he. We only saw the one. Wait, but, uh, did we not talk? Wait, was it last season where snaps at her and she's and he's like, "You can't train dragons." Was that? Oh, maybe that was the season. Actually, you could be right. I feel like that may have been the first episode. I don't know. It feels um, it feels like it's now. recent, but it but definitely bigger now. So yeah, much 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 CG bigger. looking CG awesome. <laughs> I think it looks pretty good. I think it looks better. good until she tries to ride it. Yeah, later on. Yeah. That's where, whew, that's where, and again, I'm not super sensitive to that, but, oh, do I notice. But speaking of my favorites in this episode, I, I mean, I think I like this episode a little more than Hans, maybe you, um, one, because I, I like uh, Yara uh, Greyjoy. Okay. I, I enjoy sure. her character, um, so I like her story, even even with Theon, uh, or Reek, as we know him now. Um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the rescue attempt. I thought it was pretty awesome when he bites her. You know, kind of like, she realizes that this is not going to go well after she's pretty much telling her 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 father, fuck off, I'm going to go save him. She riles the men up, which I thought was a really cool part of the scene when she's reading the letter um, that was sent to her her, her dad. Um, yeah. cool scene, cool battle, you know, again, the whole kind of a bad part of that when he's, um, when, uh, what's his name? Ramsey's like, Oh, release the hounds. And can you run fast? I'm like, wait, so you guys are all in this small room. You're releasing the dogs and yet they're still barking in the background as they're running to the boats. Like, here's my problem with that. How many dogs do you think there were? Right. I think they show the kennel They're one in time. armor yeah. with, swords with swords and shields. Like, you could stab some dogs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I understand. No, they you know, act we like hounds are like this evil destruction force in the show often. And I, I get it. They're going to get through that armor. It's going to be unpleasant. And you might suffer some casualties. But you were just fighting other armed human beings. <laughs> And it's they're like in what I think is individual cages or at yeah. least a few separate ones. Yeah. So it's not like you're going to have waves, you know? Come on. It's like they've never played a video game before. You can stab some dogs. And why do they stop fighting? You know, it's like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> let's stop and talk this out for a little bit. Yeah. It's like, no, no, you want to kill him. He He's the reason why you're here. So get your brother and kill him. Um, but anyway, so I thought that was good. But I think yeah. we can agree the best part of this entire episode is Tyrion at King's Landing, the trial, um, just his losing his shit when Shay is on the stand. Like, Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Quickly. I didn't get to jump in there. Ramsey, he had time to put on pants, but he didn't think to put on a shirt or anything. Like, or, or just, just going shirtless. Well, yeah, he wanted to come down and not only show off those abs that, you know, he was working so hard to get, but also say, hey, look, I get cut up 
when I'm getting busy with my lady. Imagine what I'm prepared to do against you. You know, true. like it, he's playing that mind game. That makes sense. That makes sense. Are we assuming <laughs> these cuts are coming from the uh, intercourse? I, I, I mean, because unless it, he just like was walking down, <laughs> that was and my he, like fell or something. That was my cutter. thought as well. Is like, where is he getting all this blood on him and all these cuts? There wasn't that many people. It's true. Uh, it's a good point. I don't. I guess it doesn't show him all cut up in the uh, in the throes of passion. So perhaps not. I don't know. Yeah. So I thought it was it's cool. I thought it was cool. I actually liked the beginning where like they're scaling the wall. Guy takes the axe of the head. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that why was... would I, this, it was kind of dumb? But I'm like, all right. So clearly, you know, someone's trying to come up the wall and kill. Why wouldn't you be like, hey guys, someone's coming? Why would you lean over to take an axe in the head? <laughs> let me yeah. just let me just peek down. Then the one guy runs out like he saw that or knew that, even though he's like coming upstairs or something. He's running out with purpose, like to attack, and they kill him really fast. So, like, if he know, why isn't he yelling or saying yeah, anything? No one says anything. <laughs> be quiet. That way, we won't wake anyone. Yeah, they just—they all want to be the heroes, man. Yeah. Uh, so the king's landing. Uh, the trial. Yeah. Obviously, we have a lot to talk about with that. Uh, Tywin's kind of set this up. We know that Tommen is going to recuse himself. Um, and does it very, you know, it, it's weird because he's walking towards uh, Tyrion and kind of just then doesn't make eye, into, eye, eye contact, but then kind of skirts away. And I think uh, Tyrion's like, really? Like, or, you know, I'm your uncle. Like, we should we should be conversing. And um, and then it kind of just goes to the whole out of the out of the different witnesses. Who do you think was more damning before we get to Shay? Well, just to touch on your point there for a second, do yeah. you guys think that Tommen thinks Tyrion did it? No. No? No. You do? Well, I'm not going to say that I think he came to that conclusion, but I think Tommen is a very influ- uh, easily influenced person, and anybody around him who would currently be influencing him would try to be convincing him that Tyrion did, in fact, do it. Um. So, yeah, yeah, I think he probably does. Interesting. I guess I think from the way he talks, it doesn't sound angry or kind of like, you know, like, I mean, yeah, he gets the whole, if the ruling is this, then, you know, you know, so, so be it kind of thing. But it doesn't come off to me as like, where he is like, he, where he believes that he's guilty and he's wanting it. Like his brother was, well, in theory, he I lost his brother, that, yeah. right? I don't think there's any love lost between Tommen and Joffrey. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's more of it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it's... I think the case could be made either way. I was just uh, I was just curious as to your thoughts on it. As to the actual witnesses, um, I think Varys hurt Tyrion a lot yep. um, to his core. It, it I, And I get why he did it. He's mentioned it before. You know, like, he's he's got to keep his position for the good of the realm and everything. This is how he does it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of, you know gets that little sadly my lord i never forget a thing like mm-hmm. little motion in at the end sort of uh redeemingly i guess but uh i don't know there's really also nobody i ever want to punch more than marin trant anytime he's on screen yeah just right in the nose ideally so, so he tears why up. i guess from the one i don't understand i understand i i guess i i shouldn't say i don't understand it because i i kind of get it but why do you think Varys was so harsh towards Tyrion? Like, he could have just kind of kept neutral, I feel like. I don't feel like he had to take such a strong stance against him. 
What do you yeah. guys think? It seemed weird. I, my only theory is if, you know, Varys, we have to assume, knows almost as much as we do. You know, he's probably the most um, informed. In, yeah. informed character in the show. If Varys knows they have Shay, and Varys knows there's a connection they could weed out, he's kind of got to distance himself there. Yeah, that's good. That's, yeah. good. that's um, a good way of looking at it really set himself up as being on the correct side and even not through Shay if they're trying to, you know, get to Braun or get to Podger. Like they Tyrion and Varys have absolutely been seen together. And while I don't think any conspiracy could necessarily be drawn from it, you know, if Varys wants to make sure that his name's in the clear so his position's secure, I think that unfortunately this is probably what needed to happen in his head. Yeah, and also Shay can really <sighs> hurt Varys. Right? She probably could. Yeah, I mean, she, I mean, that's the other thing that's not really clear in the sense of maybe his mindset of like, oh yeah, she's going on the stand. She can burn a lot of bridges, including putting people in some really bad positions. And Varys being one of them near the top, I think, because of how he was communicating with her and helping her. I mean, she's about yeah. to. Yeah, that was it. Was a rough test of uh, testification. That's not really a word I want to use, but I loved it. I'm going to go with it. Uh, Testification. Yep, haven't been done doing that in a while. So te- uh, te- Testicle-fication. Testicle-in-my-cation. Uh, I've been so back and forth all, I, I don't even want to say season, last few seasons of, I don't understand how Shay gets to this point. And then the last couple episodes, I was like, all right, well, never mind. They, they do kind of set her off kind of aggressively. But now, even remembering and keeping in mind everything, she seems so cold. Yeah. Like, she fucking sucks. Yep. Like, like she's the truth would be why. enough. Yeah. The lies that she's coming yeah. with are so unwarranted. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's because they, I mean, they, they, want, she, they want us to not care. And Sansa did nothing to her. Right, and she said she loved Sansa and all this stuff, and she's throwing Sansa under the bridge too. Yeah. So I don't get it. Yeah, she went from she went too and, fast to the wrong and, direction. Yeah, this is not. It's a. It is a spoiler for coming up later in the season. Sorry, spoilers, everyone. But I do just want to mention it while we're talking about Shay. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that this necessarily makes sense. Why she came back and did this? I don't think the end of her character arc makes any sense when you find her. With Tywin. And that you're like, made what no the f- sense to me. What the fuck? It makes no sense in the books either. And yeah. they never explain it. Like, yeah. it's just, what? It seems so wrong and so odd. Yeah, it's weird. Um, what's your but, best, what's your favorite moment of the episode? It actually comes during that. Um, and it's, it's, and this is, I think, a, a part of the show where his, his accent is not great. But beyond that... This moment with Tyrion is very good. Uh, I think in the next season, we're really going to see the aftershocks of this. But I think that moment when Shay is talking is absolutely very much his low point. It's when he's kind of hitting rock bottom and everything that comes beyond this. I think that he'll look a little bit more desperate, but is really just spawning off of this moment where he's like, okay, my, my friends are gone. Most of my family wants me dead. This woman who I had tried to you know, ruin my happiness with just to save her life is now coming back and, you know, potentially ending mine. And, um, it's just like everything is going against Tyrion, uh, at this point. And it, it sucked to watch, but he did a great job. 
What yeah, about you, Jeremy? No, uh, so the 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 Shay when Tyrion loses himself when he talks about just his comments to Cersei specifically when he he like he just he pokes everyone in his in his last little rant and it was great for me. Um, yeah, so this that was the best part of the entire thing, and then the whole trial by combat at the end, and the look on Tywin's face of like, how could he not expect that to come, right? I mean, I feel like that's like a a given that, that he's gonna request that, but Tywin's like, you little son of a bitch, like I have to delay this longer to killing you, so. Um, I don't know the trial by combat thing. At this point, I was like, again, I don't know. It just seems. Well, it worked the first time. Would you not go for it again? Yeah, yeah I mean, yes, yes, but I mean, how many times? I mean, how many times? Does, man. How many times does he just expect someone else to fight all his battles? Yeah, for him? it's uh, true. <clears throat> uh, my favorite. I see. I'm, I don't think I'm as big of a Tyrion fan as either of you guys are. Yeah, uh, but I do like the relationship between uh, even just the subtle moments between Jaime and Tyrion, and I like how they've kind of built yeah. that out. And I think my favorite moment is uh, when Jaime kind of. St- takes a sidebar to talk to Tyrion and updates him on the things that are going on. And he has a, you know, they have a nice moment and he has a line where he just says like, you know, do you trust me? Mm-hmm. Do what I tell you. And you know, I can show you the world. Oh, wait, no, that's the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, I just thought, I thought that moment was really good. And then kind of right after you yeah. get those, you get those eyes from Cersei to, to Jamie and you kind of realize, you, you know what he's kind of sacrificing, doing all this and i think it's uh i I like all of that a lot it's some of my favorite stuff in the next couple of episodes as well i think we get an awesome build of their relationship um and right before that moment maybe the runner-up for my favorite moment uh even though it sucks to watch like tywin plays the shit out of jamie like catches him jamie comes in thinks he's thinking he's gonna make this like grand gesture and tywin's like deal done great boom knew it like <laughs> yep and guess what now you're gonna do it and i'm still gonna get what i want <laughs> yeah he fucking owns his uh own, owns his son there and doesn't even try to hide the fact that he's loving every minute of it yeah yeah that was that was a good one man it was hard to watch that shay scene i was just yeah like, it was rough yeah and then we had quite a few jugglies couple anyway uh yeah, we did we got to up. see um yeah we got to see uh, some bravosi titties out in uh, out in Essos there with um, Salador San mm-hmm. um, telling the best pirate joke in the history Ever. of pirate jokes. Uh, we got to see Miranda's full nude visage once again. Um, I think that was it, unless I, I missed a couple. It. Yeah, just the two. But it's been it's been kind of a uh, it's been kind of a drought. Yeah, we've been in a dry spell, (laughs) and they open strong. So yeah, it was a it was a good one. My, I'm curious as to your least favorite parts of this episode, y'all. Mine was the Shay scene, the Shay thing. Yeah, Yeah. yours too, Jeremy. Yeah, I wrote on Shay was was rough. I I I liked. I didn't like Shay, and again, I I think it doesn't make sense, and I don't get it. The emotion and the reaction from Tyrion, I think, redeemed it a little bit for me. But my least favorite part, from a canonical perspective, is Varys having this conversation, talking all sly uh, with Oberyn Martell, and like looking back and uh, checking out the throne when he's asked what he wants. Like he he's very much alluding to the fact that 
His ultimate goal is to rule, when I don't really think they've set him up to be that, and I want to say he's even said, or he will say at some point, that he might be the only person who doesn't want to sit on that throne. Yeah, he's not playing the the game for that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I don't don't get that. I didn't get that moment at all. Yeah, I think that, that, that kind of contradicts everything we've kind of been shown for his character this entire time, where he's always trying to improve the realm while not being destructive of those who are sitting on the throne, right? He was always trying to give advice, helpful advice, trying to yeah. make things better in the kingdom, but not throwing the kingdom back into turmoil with replacing another leader for someone else so yeah it was yeah. It, it i agree i never thought about it that way but i totally can see that point uh yeah a- anything else that you guys want to want to touch on from the episode i think we've hit mm, no i think that was it. it yeah no well then uh well, we'll we talk- conclude the thrones for today we talked about the most important part of the episode about all the cookies all the cookies <laughs> yes <laughs> yes indeed uh and uh, since just to just to throw back to some sweet goodies guys i have a scone today i i ate it it felt good in my mouth would you like to hear about it uh yeah of course obviously so i i decided that you know what i was really feeling some carrot cake but all these carrot cake recipes are crazy. So I was like, well, I'll make some carrot cake scones because their recipes were a lot easier. Right. And uh, damn. Did you did you make it like in like a pan? Like... I'm sorry, Jeremy. That's unfortunately all the time that we have <laughs> yeah. for today. Did you, did you, did you <laughs> we'll cut back, it? We'll I feel like tomorrow did you make more, it fresh uh, icing? Game of Thrones action, I another scone. I fucking hate you both of all the time. Of course, now. in the meantime, get it up thronesandscones.com for the links to all our stuff and uh, wherever you can listen to us on podcasts. You're talking about you can carrot do that. cake scones. And are is, you down this with is G-O-T? Yeah, you know Jeremy, me. Jeremy, are you done? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. But yes, so I built, I, I, I made the, you know, made the nice little dote up my counter, yeah. divvied them up into nice yeah. little triangles and yeah, put them on a, put them on a little cookie sheet. Did you, did you butter them Chuck to them get in. them to get that, like that brown? Ooh, so interesting. So the first time yeah. uh, the, the, that I made the scones that, and I ended up burning them. So it wasn't a great, <laughs> wasn't a great thing. <laughs> it was I, a great I, I did, I did an egg wash, oh, yeah. um, but I didn't have a brush. I thought I did, but I didn't. So I was like, oh, okay. So I used my fingers, and so it wasn't great. Um, but then I found the brush, and it was right where I looked. I just didn't see it. And so, but this recipe called for a heavy cream finish. So you brushed heavy cream on the top. Cool. Um, and again, I can't really compare, but like they were f- hands down the best scone that I have had yet. Oh, that's so, so good. That, that um, sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, they were They were very good. So... Uh, yeah, maybe the heavy cream's where it's at. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what's heavy cream to butter is not far away. So. It's true. It's not. <laughs> I think it's really just any. You got to have any sort of milk fat there on the top. And yeah, you're good. exactly. Yeah. 